you're listening to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Silva, first-generation Latina, digital entrepreneur, and an online educator. On this show, you're getting an exclusive backstage pass on how I transformed my food blog, A Sassy Spoon, into a sustainable and profitable multi-six-figure business as a party of one. Tune in each and every week for the sassy vibes, authentic, no BS conversations, and actionable advice on how you too can build the profitable food blog business of your dreams. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about overcoming self-doubt. Now, I'm not promising that I have any cure or that we're completely immune from it because we're not. I feel like all of us as food bloggers, as creatives, as entrepreneurs have experiences and will continue to experience it because it's natural, right? It's just, it's part of the game. It is what it is. We have to kind of deal with it, but there's ways where you can kind of control it, right? Control the spiral <laughs> before it gets out of control. And so this is what I wanted to talk about today. And before we jump in, thanks again for all the emails and the DMs. I, I really appreciate it. It makes me so happy to hear from you guys. And without further ado, let's jump in. Let's talk about overcoming self-doubt. So let me paint you a little picture here to see if this resonates because I'm sure it will. But just, you know, in general, when it comes to self-doubt, I feel like there's this little shitty spiral trifecta that makes us overachievers feel like we're never doing enough, that we're a bunch of frauds, right? That we don't even belong here. Who do we think we are? And I feel like it starts with the comparison trap. Correct me if I'm wrong, okay? We are scrolling on Instagram, constantly feeling inadequate with our photography skills or with the type of content we're putting out there. Or with the recipes, maybe our, we feel like our recipes are dumb or like, eh, no one's going to care about this. Like, who cares about chicken? You know, like, whatever thoughts go through your brain. And that comparison then leads to imposter syndrome, which is also very common amongst us food bloggers, which then makes us feel this overwhelming fear that we're going to be exposed, that the people are going to find out that we're a bunch of frauds, right? Why is that? Why is it that we get paralyzed with this type of self-doubt where we think, oh my God, we're a bunch of fake people? Like, what? Why, why are our brains the way that they are, right? So it goes from comparison trap, imposter syndrome, and then it jumps into perfectionism then our standards become so incredibly high where we feel like we just are never doing enough. We feel like we're just reaching this bar that's so out of reach that, you know, we just we want everything to be so flawless that it's like the pursuit of perfection ends up being the complete opposite. We end up just falling short because it's we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to try to be this perfect flawless, pristine version of ourselves, which let's be real, it's so unrealistic. I know that, you know, Instagram is to blame, to be honest, because I feel like if we go back to 2014, 2015, the Snapchat era, that's what I call it, like the Snapchat era, everyone was just 
posting whatever. The filters were fun. It was like we had dog ears and the flower crown. And it was just like different. We weren't trying to have this perfect white background with the perfect kitchen with the perfect props and everything was white. And it was like all about the aesthetically pleasing photos. And not that that's bad, but I feel like I got to a point where it had to be so perfect that then a lot of us would just get stuck and not do anything, you know, or we couldn't go outside of that because God forbid we broke that mold that we had created, that aesthetic, you know, perfect curated Instagram. And it just became it just became not fun anymore, right? It was like, oh my God, I have to scroll now and look at all these gorgeous pictures and then just feel absolutely shitty about myself. And it sucks, right? And it, and it's terrible. And that's why, that's pretty much why I wanted to talk about this today. So I feel like at the end of the day, whenever we feel that way, we're honestly the complete opposite. And the reason I know this is because every time I talk to people outside of this bubble, because yes, the food blogging world, I feel like is a bubble. Anytime I talk to people outside of here and I tell them what I do for a living and how I make multiple six figures from a website, which is insane to even say out loud, I'm like, I'm actually a badass. Like the fact that I, that I started this seven years ago that I write words on a screen, okay? There's photography and there's obviously nuance to it. But the fact that I am able to create a piece of content that then ends up on Google and I get paid for that through the ads that live on my site is just like incredible when you really think about it, right? And then it makes me think whenever I have those conversations, I'm like, why don't I think about these things when I'm spiraling in a comparison trap, right? When I'm paralyzed with perfection or imposter syndrome, why can I remember this conversation so I can get out of this headspace and continue on with my business, right? I, I even remember a few years ago when I started coaching. So this was 2019. I remember an OG blogger reached out to me. Okay. OG blogger had been blogging for, I don't know, like a decade at that point. She had asked me how I grew my blog traffic. She asked me about SEO and she shared her page view numbers with me. And I was totally floored. Not by the numbers per se. They weren't bad. But I just was floored by the fact that she was asking me how to grow a blog when, I mean, this is a blogger that I, I admire, I love and respect. And honestly, I thought in my head that they had millions of pages. I mean, maybe they do now. But back then, I was like, I can't believe she's asking me when this whole time I would scroll and see her photos and be like, wow, I wish I had that. You know, because in your head, you make up this scenario where it's like, everyone's a millionaire and I'm poor. And it's like, why do we come to these conclusions that then make us spiral into the imposter syndrome and the perfectionism and the comparison. It's like, why are we doing this to ourselves? And I don't know, I feel like these assumptions that are causing us, you know, to fall into these self-doubt spirals is the perfect example of what we should not be doing. Because you never know what's going on behind the scenes. You never know 
what is what they're really going through. Like all the stuff that you don't know, guess what? They don't know it either. Okay. Everyone started as a beginner. Everyone's kind of in the trenches. Everyone's figuring things out as they go. And actually, I would say that we probably know more than them because we started at a time where there's so many more resources available to us than there were to them back then. We have photography courses. We have SEO courses. We have coaches, Google, Facebook groups. They didn't have any of that. They went in blind and they were just trying to make it work. And now they have to go back and fix stuff. But still, the fact is, we should stop comparing our current journey to someone else's because you just never know. Behind all those beautiful photos, there's a different story. We can't let these highlight reels get the best of us and then make us feel like these inadequate messes when really we're fine. We're doing great. As a matter of fact, I would vouch to say that these imperfections make us who we are, right? They make us relatable. They make us human. And guess what? People relate to humans, not to perfection, right? Am I right? Whenever you talk about, oh my God, I spilled this jar of pickles on the floor, people are like, I get it because it's happened to me. You're not this perfect person with the white kitchen that, you know, nothing bad ever happens to. It, it Shit happens. It's fine. You know what I mean? Humans connect with humans. We don't connect with something that's too perfect. And by the way, I'm preaching to myself here, okay, because I suffer from this very much. Whenever you don't see me on Instagram, it's probably because I'm going through some spiral in my brain. So I'm not immune to this either, okay? And I'm definitely not here preaching on what you should and shouldn't do. I'm definitely talking about this from experience. I'm talking about this from the lens of uh, me too. I get it. I've been there and I don't have a magic formula for curing self-doubt at all. But something I do do um, that has helped is to create a happy file. I don't know if you guys have one of these too, but in my Asana, I have a quote unquote happy file where I store testimonials, comments I've received on my blog, emails from friends, family, readers, people I've coached my accomplishments. It's basically a collection of all the things that make me a badass, which I highly recommend you do this as well, because then when you're going through one of these spirals, you can hop in there and start reading all this and start reminding yourself of how far you've come, of how much you've helped people, of how much people appreciate you and value you. And it's just a good reminder to remember that it's okay to have moments of uncertainty, but you shouldn't let them hold you back, right? You should always approach them from, this is not true. My thoughts are not facts. This is a moment. We're going to get over this moment and we're going to keep going and continue to be a badass. Something else that helps as well, obviously, is to continue to invest in knowledge, to continue to invest in your education into growing as a creative, as an entrepreneur, as a photographer, as a blogger, right? Like all those things obviously will help your confidence and they'll help you feel a lot less of an imposter because you're like, I know my shit. I don't have to let these thoughts get in the way. I know what I'm talking about. I am not a fraud because I know what I know and I'm going to continue to learn and I'm going to continue to evolve because that's what, what it's all about, right? 
this is this digital landscape that we're part of that we decided to be a part of will continue to evolve and so if you really think about it no one knows it all really because tomorrow whatever you learn today tomorrow it's something else and that's just the nature of the game so take comfort in that in that you don't have to know it all you just have to be open and receptive and pretty much teachable and coachable as you continue to grow in your business and aside from that i would say also find your people find your people because it's so important to find people that understand you that relate to you that can kind of navigate these feelings with you so whenever you're going through a spiral of this kind whether it's perfectionism or comparison or self-doubt in another way you know imposter syndrome whatever it is they can be like hey that's wrong reminder you're a badass because of x y and z and then whenever they're going through that you're there for them too and it's almost like you help each other because you both understand the mindset you understand the spiral you understand how that how that feels and how shitty it is you know and you can help each other get out of those mindsets and help each other evolve out of that and be like okay you're right i'm going to stop this this is crazy like no we're not going to go here we are way better than that and we know we know more than what we think we know right and so to wrap up this episode i want to leave you with this question What's one small thing that you can do this week to overcome your self-doubt and boost your self-confidence? Whatever the little thing it is, it doesn't have to be anything big because when it comes to self-doubt and perfectionism and imposter syndrome, it's not something that you can cure overnight, like just taking an Advil, you know? You have to build up to this. You have to build your confidence. You have to continue to speak positive things to your brain and change the narrative like for example something that I've had to reframe is I often catch myself saying oh if I would have started an xyz time I'd we I'd be way further ahead in my career oh had I started in 2008 I would be xyz here and so instead of continuing to say I should have started in 2008. Now I'm reframing that to I'm glad I started when I started. Because you don't realize little things that you say like that, even if you don't really mean them that much, like your brain catches on to those things without you even realizing it. And so changing the narrative, like reframing your words sometimes makes all the difference. So think about something that you can do this week to overcome self-doubt, to boost your confidence, whether that is to make a happy file, whether that is to find your people and open up to them and share your struggles and share what you're feeling. Like I promise, it's so freeing to be able to share those things with people that understand and can be like, man, I get it. I know what you're going through. Let's talk about it. Like that's such, to find a support system like that is absolutely invaluable as an entrepreneur 100%. And lastly, as I mentioned before, like when when I'm talking to someone else about what I do for a living, something that's also helped me that maybe could help you is viewing your accomplishments through the lens of someone else. And so like let's say I'm talking to my sister or my niece about what I did, right? Oh, I, I did this and I, you know, accomplished that and I reached this goal and you know 
seeing it from their eyes, from someone that is completely not in the food blogging world, that has no idea about anything that we do. And they're like, wow, I can't believe that you posted this blog post and you're already making money from it. That's insane. That's crazy. Like with for us, it's like, oh, yeah, you did a blog post. So cool. Who cares? Like we have gotten so in, we're so in our business that we don't even realize how amazing our jobs are. And so when you view things from an outsider's perspective, from someone that's not in this world, it is pretty amazing <laughs> when you really think about it, that you can shoot photos, post a blog post, do the SEO work and optimize it. And suddenly it's showing up on Google for everyone else to see. You know, it's almost like my cousin, I remember, told me once that she was searching for a certain Cuban recipe. And I was the number one spot for that for that keyword. And she was like, that's my cousin. And she's like showing everyone like, that's my cousin. I know her. And like, I felt so famous. Obviously, it's like, who cares? It's Google. But like, really, when you really start viewing things from other people's, when you start viewing your accomplishments from, a, from an outsider's lens like that, that's just, it, it really does make a difference. And it does boost your confidence. So think of one thing that you can do this week. To be like, okay, every time I'm going through a spiral of whatever it is, whether it's perfectionism or imposter syndrome or self-doubt or comparison, whatever it is, because they all kind of relate to each other. But whenever I'm going through a spiral, I'm going to do this. And I leave you with that because I feel like it's important to help yourself get out of these headspaces that are holding you back, right? They should never hold you back. Having them and experience the feelings that's inevitable. It's going to happen. But taking control of the narrative in your brain will make all the difference. So that's all for today's episode. I hope that you found value in this. Let me know. DM me on Instagram at the Jamie Silva. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how this episode resonated with you. And I'll catch you on the next one. 